curating content from other sources is an amazing time saver. Plus, it helps keep your audience engaged. So watch out for articles, videos, and images and other things that you believe align with your brand. Welcome to the Master Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Deirdre Martin. Get ready for some practical advice to help you grow your business and stay ahead of the competition. That's what happens on this show. This episode and all episodes are geared to help you level up and master your business. So are you ready? It's time to level up and get started. In today's solo show, I'm talking to you about the world of social media and how to cure any marketing woes you may have. Because let's face it, We've all felt like it sometimes. We're literally just screaming into the void. That's what it feels like. And I know many of you can relate to this because if you're like I used to be, you're spending the countless hours trying to make your social media presence shine only to feel like you're not getting any traction. And maybe it's not just a feeling. Maybe you're actually not getting any traction. Well, don't worry because today I'm going to help you to turn that silence you're experiencing in the void into a symphony of success, because that's exactly what I've done in my own business. So buckle up and get ready for your social media therapy session. First things first, let's talk about where to start, because social media can be overwhelming, especially if you're new to the game or you're like me, not of the age where you grew up with a mobile phone in your hand or, you know, constantly taking selfies and whatnot. Or maybe it's because you simply feel like you're not getting the results that you want. But don't worry, I've got you covered with these three simple steps to success on your social media journey. Step one is pick your platforms. You don't need to be on every single social media platform out there. You really actually don't. Find out which platforms your ideal clients use the most and focus your efforts there. When you've mastered that platform and are successfully getting clients from it, then think about moving on to the second platform that your target audience use most. Truth be told, this was a mistake that I made probably for the first two years that I've been in business. I was trying to be in all the places all the time. And the thing is, Creating one piece of content for, say, LinkedIn, which is my primary platform, it's not something that you can just copy and paste onto other platforms like Instagram or Facebook, because each platform works differently. And even though I've known that all along, and I would have tweaked the content, it's still so different when you choose one primary platform and focus all of your attention there. The results will really start to shine through when you do this. And content really performs very differently on each platform and your goals for each platform then will likely differ too. Plus, you'll end up spreading yourself too thin, especially if you're the one wearing all of the hats in your business and doing the marketing and you're the chief financial officer, you're maybe the chief people person, the chief customer service official. When you're doing all of those things and you're trying to be on all of the platforms, then you will spread yourself too thin and you'll end up resenting your time and efforts spent marketing. So my advice here is quality over quantity. One platform, one message, massive quality. So simply focus on the platform that makes the most sense for your business and your target audience. And remember, 
It's better to excel on one platform than to dabble on all of them and only see mediocre results. Step two, set goals. Yes, think about what do you want to achieve by having a presence on social media? You have to give this some thought, serious thought. Do you want more followers? Is that what you're looking for? Or is it better engagement? Or maybe it's increased sales. Whatever it is, having clarity will help you create a targeted strategy and measure your success. And when it comes to strategy, there is a little bit more needed than just posting and hoping. It's not a case of throwing spaghetti at the wall and just seeing what's going to stick. Because if you rely on those sorts of methods, it's going to reflect in your results. Every single social media platform out there produces data or analytics or insights that you can use to determine which type of content really resonates with your audience. So I suggest you set your goals, watch how your audience react via the numbers and adjust your strategy accordingly. So remember, knowledge is power. Step three, create a content calendar. Seriously, this is a major game changer. Planning your content in advance will help you stay consistent and organized, even if it's only a week at a time. And let's say you're posting seven days a week and you look at the month ahead. Let's imagine it's it's April and Easter time is coming up. So, you know, you might have a post about Mother's Day or Father's Day, depending on where you're living. There might be a post about Easter. So there's two or three dates in your calendar already filled with a topic that you don't need to worry about creating content for or what the headline is going to be just yet because you know that's what the gist of it is going to be about, right? So when you look at your content calendar a month out, you can start to pre-populate some of the things that you're going to talk about for that month. Then it makes it a lot easier to go, okay, now I've got how many dates to fill? What am I going to talk about here? What's my strategy for this? And so if you're use, going to use social media, the other idea is that it's called social media, right? So you have to actually get social. And this means intentionally spending time to engage with followers and other accounts, responding to comments and messages and liking other people's content. Now, I know, I know it's so easy to get caught in this scroll hole, right? But what I suggest you do is make it a rock in your diary every single day. And you set a timer where you're going to spend 30 minutes. You could use your Alexa, your phone, whatever. But 30 minutes undisturbed, literally being social on social media. I guarantee you, you will see an increase in people looking at your profile and your content. And then the more that you have people showing up and looking at your stuff, well, then the more they're going to engage with you the greater your brand awareness is going to become and the more likely it is that they're going to convert into clients, right? So be social. That's what it's about. Social media is about being social. Now, I know when I get to this stage in a conversation with clients, there is usually an elephant in the room. Maybe you're feeling it too. It's like, oh, dear, that's all well and good, but can't show up if I don't know what to say, Right? I feel you. I've been there. I used to stare at a blank screen and wonder, what am I going to post about? But not anymore. Writing content of value is where my mojo is at. So stay tuned to hear these three tips to help you find your social media voice and 
let me just chime in here and say, if you know anyone who's running a business and would benefit from listening to this episode or any other episode in the Master Your Business podcast, please hit the share button and send it on to them. I'd really appreciate you doing that. Okay, so here goes. Share your story. What I mean by this is, firstly, sharing your story is more important than ever it's been. And according to HubSpot and Brandwatch, they recently shared a report about what's hot in social media marketing in 2023. And the number one item on the list was this, my friend, sharing relatable content. Sharing relatable content. People love connecting with the person behind the brand. So if that's you, share your journey, your struggles, your successes behind the scenes. When you do this, it eliminates that corporate feeling and it humanizes you and your brand. It makes your audience feel more connected to you and it helps to build trust. At the end of the day, and I know I say this often, but people buy from people. What they don't buy from are faceless corporations. So stories, use stories all the way. Tip two, be helpful. And what I mean by this is when you share tips and tricks and how-tos that will benefit your audience, they're going to be engaged. Your followers are going to appreciate the value you're bringing and they're going to show up to say, okay, well, what value can I get this week? That really helped me last week, you know, or yesterday I saw this post that he posted on his Instagram profile. That was really helpful. It saved me money. It saved me time. It allowed me to achieve something. And when you do that and people actually implement or, you know, are motivated, inspired, or they've learned something from what you've shared, it's going to position you as an expert in your field. I 100% believe that you cannot give enough value to your followers. And here's how I describe this to my clients, right? I've been blow drying my hair every day for X number of years. I'm not going to give away my age, but, you know, for a long time. And I do a pretty good job. But when I'm going somewhere nice, I go to the hairdresser for a blow dry or a blowout, if that's what you're if you're listening in the States. Because why do I do that? Well, I go to the hairdresser or the salon because they always get it that bit nicer than I get it myself. Equally, I worked in banking for 20 years and I used to be a bank manager. I lent millions of euro to loads of people and I helped other people invest millions of euro. Yet, when it comes to managing my own finances, I get outside help. Why? Well, it's simple. I'm too close to it. So I need that support. I need somebody to be objective and not as attached emotionally to the money or you know to what it's doing for me and my family. And I'm no longer a bank manager, so I don't have the latest and greatest advice and tips at my fingertips. So I will pay for help and guidance. Does that make sense? Anyway, I hope it does, but your clients are exactly the same. You give them as much as you can for free because when they need that expert or when they're ready to buy and get outside help, when you've given them that value, when they've benefited from what you've shared with them previously, when they're ready to buy, they are going to buy from you. They are going to buy from you. It's as simple as that. Okay, tip number three. Well, this is actually a two for one, really. Repurpose and curate content. Okay, what do I mean by this? Well, 
One way to make the most of your content creation efforts is by repurposing existing content. And this literally means taking a piece of content you've already created and reformatting, recycling, or reusing it in a different way. For example, you could take a blog post or a case study and turn that into an infographic. You could create a short form video based on a podcast episode or create a carousel post from the contents of a webinar, a podcast, a blog, you name it. When repurposing content, look at the numbers again. Look at what performed well and use that in a new way to save yourself time and energy, wondering what are you going to create for the next week or the next month for whenever. Because when you create content that already performed well, it's a great new way to reach new audiences and extend the life of your best performing content. Totally makes sense, right? Okay, and when it comes to curating content, what I mean by this is you can actually share other people's content to your social media profile. Yeah, you can. Why can't you? It doesn't have to be your stuff all the time. And what I will say here is only do it if that piece of content and that creator of that content aligns with your brand and adds value to your audience. And when you do this, this is a really great way to fill your content calendar again and take some of the pressure off creating original content all the time. So basically what I'm saying is that it doesn't have to be you who creates every single piece of content that you share on social media. Curating content from other sources is an amazing time saver. Plus it helps keep your audience engaged. So watch out for articles, videos, and images and other things that you believe align with your brand and will provide value to your audience. And when you do share other people's stuff, make sure you give them the credit due. Because think about it, if it was the other way around, wouldn't you want some acknowledgement for the hard work you put into creating content? And when you share other people's content, you know, add your own insights or comments to make the content more authentic and uniquely yours as in have an opinion about it. But try to be positive as opposed to taking an opposing viewpoint on someone else's content that you're sharing, because you will only get their backs up and it's nice to be nice. So if you have a different opinion, well, then just create your own content. Fair enough, right? Okay. Well, something else I hear a lot from clients when it comes to social media is something that I'm going to go through with you now, which is very briefly an outline of my BMC method. And this is what I go through with clients is that they tell me, Deirdre, okay, now I know what to say, but I kind of feel like my brand doesn't look professional. It looks a bit amateurish. So it's kind of putting me off posting all together on social media. And I'm like, seriously, we have all been there, right? So if you are feeling that way right now, here are three quick fixes to help you polish your online presence. So fix number one, consistent branding. Seriously, when you start to do this, it's a game changer. You can even create templates with your branding. So it's faster, quicker, easier, and more consistent. So what I mean by that is, you can use tools like Canva. And I'm gonna talk about that in a minute, but where you show up and you use the same logo, the same colors and the same fonts across all of your social media platforms. When you do that, this will create a cohesive look and make your brand instantly recognizable 
and more memorable, but also creates that impression of your serious business. And professional doesn't mean like corporate. Professional just means like consistent across everywhere, not playing in the amateur leagues. Okay. Fix number two, high quality visuals. Ditch the blurry pixelated images and invest in high quality visuals. Use tools like Canva Pro to create eye-catching graphics and step up your image game. So Canva Pro is an amazing tool and you can use it to save your brand colors, your logo, all of the things in there. And you can create social media templates really quickly and really easy. And I'm going to share a link to Canva Pro in the show notes. If you've never heard of it before, you need to go and check it out. It's not expensive. You can pay for membership for a year. And oh my gosh, game changer when it comes to creating really good quality content and graphics. Okay, another tip around these images is to make sure that you check out episode number 14 of the Master Your Business podcast because I interviewed Eva Blake and she shared how to create brand photos that speak volumes. So for more tips, check out that show. Again, I'm going to post the link to that show in the show notes. Right, fix number three, proofread your posts. Typos and grammar mistakes can make your brand look sloppy and totally amateurish. Last year, I ran a poll about this and dozens of people said they wouldn't work with a brand that had spelling or grammar mistakes. So double check your posts, get a second pair of eyes before you hit that publish button and consider using a tool like Grammarly to catch any errors I'm going to post links, as I said, to Canva Pro. I'll also post a link to Grammarly and Eva's show in the show notes. But I want you to know that I have an amazing free giveaway as well. And this is going to help you with all of the value-packed information in this episode. And that's the Ultimate Marketing Campaign Bundle. So whether you decide then that your goal is to get more eyeballs on your business with social media or on your website or to convert followers into paying clients, this free giveaway will give you everything that you need to help put you on the right track to achieving those goals well there you have it folks this episode is packed packed with practical and actionable tips to help you conquer your social media woes and start seeing real results remember persistence and consistency are key so keep experimenting learning and refining your strategy growing your social media presence takes time patience and persistence Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Master Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Deirdre Martin, and I hope you found today's episode helpful. If you did enjoy it, be sure to subscribe, leave a review and share it with your friends. Until next time, keep mastering your business. Bye for now.